I'd like to welcome Kevin Mitchell to Candidate Conversations. Kevin, welcome. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, you have been in the community for a little bit, but some people who are considering you for a run for the Board of Education may not know about you. So can tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I was born in South County and went to Lindbergh, graduated, went to UMKC, Conservatory of Music, where I also got uh, a minor in writing and journalism. I ended up in L.A., for 10 years, and I worked for a music publishing educational, an ed- educational music publishing house out there, and I ended up being director of marketing and public relations for it, and um, during that time, I became a huge music education advocate, and then I met Lauren, and we wanted to raise kids, and we decided to do it here, and we moved to Webster in 2001, and we specifically picked Webster because of the school districts. And, um, and so that's the basic thing. My Webster history is I started a business um, out of my house. So I was a stay-at-home dad, a work-from-home dad. And that allowed me to be out in the community a lot. I was the one taking the kids to preschool, picking up, doing... Um, volunteer work, you know, getting to know the teachers, getting to know the other parents. I was on the leadership board at the uh, preschool. I was vice president of Bristol PTL. At Steger, I was uh, always asked to, for several years, asked to speak to incoming parents because Steger was a little bit of an odd duck. Um, And then I've got a boy in Hickson and a boy in the high school. And, and I'm president of the Band-Aids, which is the band booster club. And um, along the way, I've been in Webster Equity, Webster Equity Bridge. I'm working on a project with them about writing stories. And I've done a lot of volunteering for, for other things. And um, I've just gotten to know a lot of parents and a lot of teachers along the way. So that's my background. Okay, thank you. Why are you running for the Board of Education? I'm running for the Board of Education because I have some experiences um, and I have some communication skills that will come in handy. Um, I am a music education advocate. Uh, Today, there are less kids playing less music in our schools than there were three or four years ago. And... um, I've had conversations with other parents about that, and Dr. Strickland, um, I'm sorry, um, Dr. Simpson, and uh, uh, that's just something people should know. There's been some cuts to some of the other arts programs. Um, there, uh, so, so those are some of the, the primary thing. The number one issue all of us have is equity. Um, we... There's no daylight between any of the candidates running for the school board in terms of the importance of that. We all, the three of us have a couple different opinions about exactly how to get that. I will say right now, I follow the process closely, and I strongly, I, I think the process was great. I read through all those plans. The board seems to be leaning toward the neighborhood school plan. I support that, and I think what's going to, and I think I'm the kind of person that has additional skills that can help smooth that over. Um, there are some rumblings you hear about 
property values, which uh, I will say right now, my house is um, north of Kirkham. Uh, I'm in the Bristol School District right now, and I will be, my house will be in the Givens under this plan, and I support that completely. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for the, for the administration, the board, and the community to come together and just make sure all our grade schools are good so all our kids can walk to grade school. So that's part of it. And um, so, again, the equity issue is the number one, but that's not the only issue. I've got questions about, you know, the communications, both internally and externally, both in terms of what's happening, you know, uh, uh, I hear from teachers that sometimes they feel like they're not included in decision-making process. Um, that could just be a PR thing. That could just be a communications issue. Uh, but it's important because it affects morale. Um, I had a parent tell me, as far as the external community, feeling like we're all in silos, you know. So um, that needs to be addressed in terms of certain groups are getting information and not all the groups are getting information. And also even looking at the types of, of things, of how we communicate. Maybe uh, not everybody's checking their email all the time, you know. And so those are all, all the kind of issues. And I just feel like I'm, I'm a member of the gig economy before that was a thing. And I know there's a lot of parents in town who are creatives and work from home and stuff like that. And that's also a voice I don't think is heard very often. And I think uh, those parents see things that other parents might not. And um, so those are just some of the reasons I'm, I'm running. Okay. Now, you did mention about the school boundaries changing, but what are some, maybe some other issues that are pressing that are currently facing the school district? Right, right. So absolutely the arts program. Um, I, 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 am, uh, I am not sucking up to you, but I'm telling you I'm literally running for your seat. You have a music education background. You are a band director. You know the power of music education. There is a direct, it's not just about liking music, it is a direct correlation between kids who play music and test scores, reading ability, math ability, and um, socialization, just feeling accepted and stuff like that. The data is overwhelming. I've been following it since the 90s. So, uh, so to have a situation where um, Steger, I'll be super specific, Steger, you used to come in as a sixth grader and you had to do music. You had to do choir or orchestra or band, or then there was a 25 or so would take a music appreciation class. But even in that, you played a little piano and guitar. Now, then they introduced the wheel, and now up to 40 kids get taken out of that program. And one of the things I've always been asking is, I've got data, everybody knows the data on what even a couple years of music, even just being third chair trumpet in the concert band, what that can do for a kid. Where's the data on these changes that are happening? And is that equal? And is that actually valuable? So, um, uh, and I will tell you, I, I had coffee with Amy, um, the president, and it was funny. I told her this, and another big, big 
important thing is, I mean, I've got questions about class size. I've got questions about communication. Uh, LB, LGBTQ plus issues are something super close to me. Um, just this year, the Jefferson City has filed 15 bills limiting the rights of, of that community. And so I want to stay on top of um, and just make sure that those kids feel welcome and they get what they need. I have friends with kids who are on the spectrum, uh, autism, um, down. Um, I want to make sure they get the programs, that they, that they have all the support they do. Any kids that just need some extra help, um, we've got a wide economic disparity in this. We are, a, uh, we are of two cities. We've got some people lower on the end of the spectrum, uh, of economic spectrum, and people higher. And things aren't equal. And so are those, you know, there are parents who's able to pay for tutoring. My, my kid's getting paid to, to go tutor um, math. And um, it, other kids might need that help. But also I want to say we can't forget the kids at the top either. Um, the gifted programs, the AP programs, the opportunities for our highest achievers, um, those need to be put in place too. So, so those are, those are, that's something really important to me. I believe completely that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. I believe we can, we can work on the equity issues without it, us taking our eye off all these other issues. So, okay. Now, if you, if you look at, we've talked about issues the district is currently facing. Let's look down the road in the future, five, eight, ten years. What do you believe will be the issues that the school district will face at that time? What a great question. What a question we're not talking um, about enough. Well, first of all, Givens is going to be a crown jewel, and we'll have that problem worked out. I really believe it. Um, I think going down Webster... Our financial situation is always going to be challenging. That's just a fact. Um, you hear about it all the time. It's an issue. I, I'm a small businessman. I'm very sensitive to finances. Um, uh, this is almost more of a city council issue. I, I understand that. But um, how we ensure that teachers are well paid, how we ensure that we finance the programs that we need to finance, um, our current, current business plan is every five years go ask the community to raise their own property taxes. Um, so, so I think five and ten years down the road, that's just all, that's going to increase, increasingly going to be a challenge. Um, otherwise, I, I'm, I'm concerned that there's some things happening now that if if they're not a, if questions aren't asked, are going to um, make things worse, or at least you know not better. I mean, I, let me just say one more example about the band thing that the greater community should know about. That we're losing band kids. Uh, I set up to thirty. I did some math with Dr. Simpson in a meeting, and he he came up with a number twenty. Let's say fifteen. Well, that's going to be in five or 10 years, that's going to be, you know, 50, 40 less kids or more 
marching down the street at the Fourth of July parade. So, um, so there's some things like that. And then the other thing is, uh, uh, we we've we've got to keep our reputation of a quality school up there. And I know everybody wants to do that. Um, that's, that seems like a given, but I feel very strongly that some of the issues um, that, like I say, if we cut into the gifted programs, if, if some segments of the population aren't being um, made feel comfortable and stuff like that, that's going to make us less attractive. When, I, when Lauren and I moved into this community and, and started to have kids, um, uh, it, was, it was kind of on the way up. There were a lot of younger, more progressive people moving in, frankly. You know, we used to have a Republican re representative in Jefferson City when I moved. Now this is reliably blue. Um, and, and so I think there's been an influx of, of that kind of population, which has been really good, except it's really grown our school district. And so... Uh, and I feel like that's still going to continue with the housing prices and, 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 the, and the way that more people are moving in, more young people are moving in. So we've got to, we've got to both maintain that and also keep, keep ahead this time of um, the school population growing. The, you know, the impact that you think you will have as a school board member, what, what do you believe that will be? I ask questions for a living. I, I follow up. I fact check. Um, and I know you've, you had a reputation for asking questions that other people didn't know, I was told. So um, we have that in common. I, um, I think sometimes I've been to a lot of board meetings. When I was Bristol PTO, that one of my the task was to go to all the meetings and report back to the board. And um, I really like the board. I think the board's made up of great people. I would be honored to be part of that. And I feel very strongly that a combination of I'm connected in ways that the, uh, the other people running for the seat are not. I have a wider, more diverse collection of parents and teacher friends who I can... I can speak to and for, and then, um, and so just asking the good questions is going to be m really my biggest contribution. Secondly, my communication skills, which we've talked about. So that's, that's the kind of thing that, that I feel, you know, um, I mean, I'm getting, I'm overwhelmed, you know. I've just put it out there that I was running. I haven't asked one person to take a sign and they're almost all gone because they've all contacted me. I've had parents go, you're exactly what we need on the board. I'm not a VP. I'm not a lawyer. I don't have an MBA. I work for a living. I work in this community. And I, I see things and I hear things that I think it would be beneficial to have spoken at those meetings. So you've kind of mentioned some of these, the answers to this next question, that what people can expect from you on the Board of Education, you've mentioned you're going to be somebody that asks questions and that you're going to be communicating. Absolutely. Are there anything else that you would add to that? Um, you know, I'm going, to, I'm going to be real clear here again. Um, I really like the board. I really like um, there's a lot of good things happening in the schools. Um, 
I don't have an axe to grind. I, I'm not going to throw any bombs. I, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I'm going to work closely with the board. I'm going to be a team member, and I'm going to listen and learn. And so those, and I think that's really important. I think that's just, in all my other leadership situations, you know, I, I know from experience that if you walk in thinking you know all the answers, you don't. You know, and and so, and I think that's going to be really valuable because this is a critical time for the for the board. Frankly, there's a it's a, a lot of you know the the um, the racist incidents in the schools and stuff like that. My, you know, everybody knows about the horrible meme that happened. Well, my kid knows that kid. You know, I got to talk to, you know, so having having kids that are in high school and middle school. I think is super valuable. Um, and having been through all the grades is super valuable. I'm the, I'm the most experienced candidate in that way. So what are your perceptions of where learning is for the students right now in the school district? Um, I, I think our teachers are fantastic. I just had, um, see that's another thing I've been so grateful for. Uh, uh, usually we go together, but at least I've been going to the parent-teacher conferences since preschool. Um, the teachers are amazing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've come away so many times that uh, just overwhelmed. And I, the teachers just need make sure, we need to make sure they're supported. We, we make, need to make sure they're paid well. Um, and we need to watch class size. But the, the quality education my kids are getting is fantastic. I've got one boy who got to do Miss, my younger Beckett, just got to do Miss Woodard's special history program in the Hickson, and he's going to state because he was part of a team. Um, he was part of a team that uh, did a documentary. Um, uh, opportunities like that, it's just uh, just amazing. I, my other kid, you, I, I'm turning this into a bragging session, my other kid uh, is going to state for saxophone. Um, our band program is amazing. Our band teachers are amazing. The dedication is just ridiculous and all the hours they put in. And we are overrepresented. We beat out Kirkwood and Parkway West and all these schools that have more money and more kids than us. And um, uh, uh, I think I think the quality overall is 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 really good, and I'm you know I, and so that part's important that the people know when they vote for me, that I really respect where we are right now, and I want to make sure that those people have what they need. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the uh, listeners who are curious about your candidacy? Um, what else can I say? I th- you did a great job. I think we covered most of it. Um, I, I just want to stress my experience. Um, and I'm not a politician. I'm not, um, someone who's going to use this to step up to the next thing, um, I, I care deeply for this community. I know this community, um, and and I, my perspective would be of great value to have on that board. So when individuals go to vote, where will they find you on the ballot? 
They will find... You mean what order? Yes. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I guess second or third. So, and it's, uh, just, just look for Kevin M. Mitchell, I guess. Um, uh, did I answer that? You're, yeah, you, you got that. <laughs> look, for, look for Kevin Mitchell because... Kevin Mitchell, thank you for right. coming in today. Thank you. And also, Kevin Mitchell for WG.com. And uh, F-O-R-W-G.com is my website. Um, I am on Facebook. Uh, I want to hear from people. I want you to check me out. I want to be challenged. I want people to, to write me. Um, I have a couple signs left if you want those. But most important, I'd, I'd very, be very grateful for everyone listening to, to check check out my issues and my background. Kevin, thank you for coming in today. We, we appreciate it, and we look forward to your successful candidacy. Thank you. It's such an honor to talk to you, doctor, and thank you for having me.